This episode of the Weekly Standard Podcast is sponsored by The Great Courses. The Great Courses brings the world's greatest philosophers to your fingertips. With more than 500 audio and video series on science, history, philosophy, fine arts, better living, and more, The Great Courses are available on digital download and streaming at thegreatcourses.com or on DVD and CD or via The Great Courses apps. Best of all, you can listen to or watch The Great Courses at your own pace without the pressure of homework or exams. And now, for a limited time only, The Great Courses is giving our listeners an offer of up to 80% off the original price of selected courses, including The Secret Life of Words, English Words and Their Origins. For this limited time, 80% off offer, go to thegreatcourses.com WS to find out more. That's thegreatcourses.com WS. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us on the Weekly Standard is John McCormick, covering all things political. And this week, uh, uh, the uh, dreaded issue of abortion, John, and yet for some reason, Republicans aren't losing the debate. Uh, no, they certainly aren't. Um, I was surprised today to see that Hillary Clinton actually came out and said she was disturbed by these videos, these undercover investigations into Planned Parenthood's involvement uh, in the trafficking of aborted baby organs. Uh, as terrible as this to hear those words spoken out loud, um, that's what they're doing. Uh, so that was surprising to see that she's sort of on the defense that she thought she needed to weigh in. Uh, you know, after 2012, uh, the Democratic Party went, you know, all in on the issue of abortion. Obama ran one out of ten ads on the issue. Mitt Romney basically was silent. Uh, you had their entire convention was basically, you know, themed around this, the idea of, uh, you know, abortion on demand without apology. Uh, so it is it is surprising to even see her say use the old uh, Clinton catchphrase, safe, legal, and rare. You know, that's something that a lot of the uh, modern uh, liberal activists have, have disliked because they don't like the idea that abortion should be rare because that suggests there's something morally wrong with it, uh, even if it should be tolerated legally. Um, so it, it, it does show that she, she is on the defensive here. They're all on the defensive here. Yeah, it is interesting that that phrase, safe, legal, rare, is gone. And something else I didn't realize until this uh, conversation inspired by the investigative reporting on, on uh, Planned Parenthood, President Obama, the only sitting president to address Planned Parenthood. And you recall that when he was a state legislator, he supported uh, – uh, or excuse me, opposed a, a bill that would have required that if a child survived an abortion, that the doctor would be for, required to provide health care, you know, to, to try to save his life. And that's about as extreme of the extreme of the extreme as you can get. And you forget that that's President Obama's abortion policy. Well, that's right. I mean, I think the abortion issue definitely set Democrats back uh, for years. I think that played a huge role in the, you know, the rise of the so-called moral majority and the and the election re-election of Reagan and the election of George H. W. Bush and Clinton had to sort of you know triangulate on that issue and and downplay it and suggest that it's an unfortunate you know ba bad situation to be in that it should be safe, legal, and rare. Um, but I do think that Hillary Clinton would be just as uh, militantly pro-abortion as President Obama has been. You know, she she's spoken there many times as well. She's taken the Margaret Sanger Award. Uh, she has supported taxpayer funding for. For unlimited uh, elective abortions under Medicaid, uh, she has opposed late-term abortion bans. She she's given the impression that she kind of supports some limits on late-term abortion, but has never really spelled that out. So, um, I, I highly doubt that she would uh, support any limit whatsoever uh, on abortion. But we should actually. Um, 
you know, hopefully she gets that question asked to her. I've posted to her campaign. They have not responded, but I hope at some point uh, someone gets an answer to that. And it's interesting to hear so many members of the media saying, uh, or pundits, I should say, oh my gosh, you know, this is extreme. Even pro-choice people should be horrified by this. I don't see a lot of horror from the leadership of the Planned Parenthood or pro-abortion uh, activists. Uh, and so the question is, do they really believe that this is not a problem for them politically. In other words, do they think that the most of the American people are with them when it comes to, uh, you know, using specific abortion techniques so that you can harvest the organs from the uh, unborn children? Well, I think the most telling thing uh, that indicated they are panicked about this is the fact that Cecile Richards, the president of Planned Parenthood, uh, went on uh, ABC's This Week on Sunday to address the scandal. You know, if, if they thought this was a nothing, uh, you know, a n no big deal, they would um, they would just ignore it. They would be quiet. They would hope it, it, that it was going to blow over. They realize it can't blow over. And uh, the substance of what she said also conveyed a sense of panic. You know, she said something like, the people who are behind this video are part of the most militant wing of the anti-abortion movement, people who kill doctors and bomb clinics. And, you know, there's just, there's nothing to that. If you, you know, the guy behind this, I believe his name is David Delighton. I've never met him personally, but he's this 26-year-old activist. He was profiled in a, a Catholic newspaper, said that he prays for people who work at Planned Parenthood, hopes they change their minds. Um, we, we actually obtained the Planned Parenthood dossier on him. And, uh, you know, what the worst thing they have about him is that he wrote for a quote-unquote opposition outlet, The Weekly Standard and Human Life Review. He actually uh, co-authored a piece with a colleague professor uh, back in 2010, uh, one piece for the Weekly Standard. Um, I don't know how scary it is for anyone having contributed to the Weekly Standard, but hey, we... That's well, enough for me to write him <laughs> off. I'm done. I'm not believing anything this guy says. But okay, so the uh, President, uh, Hillary Clinton feels the need to at least give some some uh, voice to, the dis to how disturbing these videos are. Uh, the leadership of Planned Parenthood <clears throat> showing that they are worried. So the opportunity is, of course, right for the Republicans to force Democrats to talk about things they don't want to and to drive moderate women voters away from the Democrats. So what are the Republicans actually doing with this opportunity? John McCormick. Uh, well, the most immediate thing is they're going to hold uh, congressional hearings, which I think is smart to actually uh, keep this conversation going and to really figure out what exactly they're doing. You know, there are a lot of lot of questions that remain about what's going on. Uh, Planned Parenthood. Uh, they're going to the Senate's going to vote next week on a bill to defund Planned Parenthood. The Senate's voted on this before when they when the Republicans were not in control, uh, went down with 42 votes. There are a very tiny number of Democrats who could end up voting for it, and a very tiny number of Republicans who have previously opposed it. Uh, you know the the, the pro pro-choice, pro-abortion, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Republicans would be uh, Kirk of Illinois, Collins of Maine, and. Um, Let's see one other whose name escapes me right now. On the other side, there's uh, Bob Casey. He's a supposedly pro-life Democrat who says he will not support defunding Planned Parenthood. Uh, he supports it because it does all these other other good things. Uh, Joe Donnelly of Indiana, he has voted in the past to defund Planned Parenthood when he was in the House. He hasn't indicated now that he's elevated uh, to statewide position. I'm not sure if he'll flip-flop on this. And... Um, then there's Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Uh, I think he'd be the most likely Democrat to vote for it. And uh, the other Republican I hadn't thought of was Lisa Murkowski of uh, Alaska, who has opposed defunding of uh, uh, Planned Parenthood in the past. Uh, so I'm not quite sure how this vote will come down. You know, I would I would guess Republicans will get to you know 50, 51, uh, to anywhere between 51 and 56 votes in favor of this. Uh, Democrats will end up filibustering it.
Uh, and but I, I, I guess what, what I'm wondering about is why not have, for example, attach the Planned Parenthood vote to the uh, budget bill that we just used to do a huge favor to the big government XM bank types. Why not put it there? Well, it's a great question. I actually spent today talking to two different staffers on background, one who uh, works for a senator who uh, was very upset with the XM deal, another staffer who uh, whose boss supported it. And um, it's it's a little in the weeds, but I would say that, um, you know, this, this and there's been a lot of commentary about how uh, pro-life has been so supposedly betrayed over this. That's not really what happened. I would say that, you know, what, what happened is that Fiscal conservatives were betrayed over Exum. You know, McConnell brought up this bill that a lot of conservatives call crony capitalism. He attached that amendment to the highway bill, and then he filled the tree. He basically blocked people from adding any other amendments to the bill. Uh, that meant that when on, on Sunday that Mike Lee brought up his Planned Parenthood bill, um, had they even acknowledged uh, his effort, had they given him a motion to proceed, they, they still would have needed 60 votes, you know, to get this thing on there. So it, it, it really wouldn't have have succeeded. I, my, uh, Mike Lee knew that this wasn't going to succeed. The, the There was really no concerted effort by pro-lifers uh, to attach the bill to the highway bill. Um, and so it was more to sort of to punish McConnell for uh, bringing up Exum to humiliate him, to show, to, to sort of make a point about what his, where his priorities were. Um, you know, you size him all you want over the Exum uh, vote if you're opposed to that. Uh, but I do think that the whole, the, the whole blue over Planned Parenthood has been wrong and that pro-lifers are basically uh, caught in the crossfire of a uh, a fight between the Tea Party and the GOP establishment over the export import bank is if that's not too complicated. So let me ask you one last question about the legislative part of this. The uh, Republicans can have hearings. The Democrats can't stop the hearings, and the Republicans can bring up a vote. Can they craft, in your opinion, a vote that is that that uh, highlights the ugly, awful part of what Planned Parenthood is doing and the fact that they get half a billion dollars with which to do it from the government, that it's going to put real pressure on Democrats? Or are Democrats in such relatively blue, safe places that it just simply doesn't matter that they can, you know, vote however, you know, vote for taxpayer funded, you know, confiscation Mm -hmm. of children's body parts and still get away with it? Well, I think the very most important vote that they're going to have, they've had in the House and they're, they're going to have at some point in the Senate, uh, is the vote to uh, ban abortion after five months of pregnancy, after 20 weeks after conception, the point at which a human being can feel pain and uh, many of them can survive if they're born. You know, premature infants in the neonative intensive care unit, uh, there are a lot of them born 20 weeks, 21, 22, 23 weeks after conception. Uh, so that's the real issue where you, you, you look across the country and there's something like, you know, two to one support abortion in those cases you know once it's now this is a clearly you know fully developed infant we're talking about premature baby here um and, and so I think that's the more important issue. On the, on the Planned Parenthood issue, you know, I think that conservatives need to realize that uh, where things stand, I think that this has provided an opportunity. But you need to realize that a lot of Americans don't even know that Planned Parenthood performs abortions at all, let alone that they're that they're taking the hearts and livers and eyes of babies they've killed and selling them off for research. Uh, there was a poll done in 2013 that showed that 45% of Americans didn't know that Planned Parenthood performs abortions. A lot of people think it's just out for selling birth control uh, stuff like that. So um, I'm not sure if, if if the Planned Parenthood vote in and of itself provides the best issue for Republicans to run on. Um, you know, it's a good thing to take away their taxpayer funding for, you know, for technically for non-abortion services 
services that does, you know, it pays for the overhead of, of these clinics. But what we've learned is that, you know, abortion is a profitable industry, that if we take away all their taxpayer funding for, uh, you know, all the other services that get people in the door, uh, you know, th they're still going to exist. It's not going to shut down a single abortion clinic. And it doesn't remove our complicity, especially those of us who know that this is wrong uh, and have a duty to try and, and, and stop it and, and put in limits and, you know, ultimately protect uh, uh, all, all uh, unborn life. Um, I think that that's all important. It's, it's, it's good and well that we can talk about the issue. We can talk about taxpayer funding, but I don't think that really, you know, this is just a first step uh, in the process. John McCormick, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.